Vinayak, do you remember we were talking about film last episode? Mein? Yep. I think, you know, I missed like one crucial point about film versus digital. And what is that? You know, film as a medium is imperfect. Hmm. It is not perfect. So, uh, in itself, it teaches us to live with imperfections or to accept imperfections. And digital wants us to chase perfection. And that is why people are, you know, trying to get back to film. So, I think we should welcome people in right now. Yep. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen of the internet. This is Beyond Pixels Podcast. I am Anirudh and with me is Vinayak. And uh, we are going to talk about cameras, more specifically, what you should buy. And to talk about that with us is on call, my friend, Nihar. Say hi, bro. Hi, guys. Uh, thank you for having me. Okay. So, Nihar is with us on an internet call and that is why you might hear him a little bit weird. Please excuse us. We may have some more problems in the way, but this is how life is going to work for today. So, cameras. Yes. What about them? So, as in the last episode that we were talking about, ki, like, which camera should you buy? Mm-hmm. So, what do you think? What are your thoughts on this? Nihar? It depends on the budget uh, you have in hand and uh, what uh, what genre are you going to shoot it in. So, that, okay. uh, in my opinion, plays a huge part. You know, camera, like everything else, is a tool. And you should make it a tool. You know, make it work like a tool. So, I have some points that I have written down, which we can take help from. Okay. And uh, Nihar, if you agree with me, just say like that. So, yeah, a tool yeah. should be practical, reliable, and not just flashy. Yep. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, so, can you tell me what camera do you have right now? What is your main workhorse? Uh, my main camera right now is Nikon D850, which I mostly use for wildlife. Okay, so the Nikon D850 that you use for wildlife. Could you tell us why did you choose that particular one? Yeah, yeah. uh, I prefer to go with D850 because uh, of the sensor uh, size that is available in it. And given the weight, it was actually a natural step up for me. I was going through various Nikon cameras at various levels. Like I started off with D3200, which is like uh, the beginner level and then... Yeah, the beginner one. D5300, which is the amateur level, which I still use as a secondary body uh, when I Mm -hmm. uh, quickly change lens. Or in while you, when it's action, you can't usually take the time to switch your lenses. So usually you have a second body prepared uh, with lens mounted on it and then you shoot with it. So that I still have. And 850 because uh, it's performance range I would say it's one of the best DSLR that's available on the market right now and there's a huge amount of uh, I mean D850s 5Ds all of these are workhorses A7s yeah uh, these are uh, full frame yeah full frames the D850 what it comes with uh, it has uh, the option to switch from crop sensor to full frame so when in wildlife sometimes and the subject is far off. So when you switch it to crop sensor, if it's uh, it's Nikon, so I have a 1.5 times crop sensor. So it adds some of the reach of my lens. So if so you're shooting at... That also yeah, yeah. So if you're shooting at 100 millimeters, uh, you switch to crop, now you have 150 basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the whole point. So it adds, adds some extra reach. That is a feature that you found to be useful for you. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. So you you have some uh, Pathfinder cameras as well, uh, the D thirty two hundred and your D fifty three hundred. Could yeah, you tell yeah. me why did you choose the D thirty two hundred to begin with? Uh, I'm gonna be honest with you. At the time I picked D thirty two hundred, that was like uh, six or so years ago. I didn't have much knowledge about cameras back then, so I mm-hmm. wanted to. Uh, step up from point and shoot cameras to dslr so i went with the cheapest uh, and the lowest level uh, dslr i could find so it was between okay so you uh, had you had a camera before that as well yeah it was a regular point and shoot digital camera a cool picks and all oh okay that was also nikon okay so you've been a lifelong user of nikon you can say that lifelong because my first camera which uh, Which was actually my mom's, which I used to shoot around as a kid. Uh, it was a Panasonic one, Lumix. Okay, so just like last time we had a talk on this, which was your uh, life's first camera. So was it the Panasonic yeah, yeah. one? Uh, yep. Was it film? No, that was digital. And uh, like first, first I think the first one that I used, the first first one in the family must be an uh, Olympus one. That was a film one, which I never really used. Mm-hmm. Will you be upgrading anytime soon? I don't think so because uh, I don't think there's much of an upgrade available on D850 and it isn't that out there anyway. No, but usually uh, when people shot wildlife, they would uh, go for D4, D4s, or D5, something like that. Those are the flagship models, right? But uh, this is like uh, just under D5, so I just that's just one step ahead, and that's a. The financial profit in it is pretty huge too. So yeah, okay, okay. So value-wise, this was well. the best one for you. Yep, yep. Uh, how did you started your journey in this field? You can say I actually loved uh, watching wildlife documentaries and all ever since I was a kid. So I had an interest about animals and uh, ever since childhood. So I was actually. Uh, thinking of taking up zoology as a course, but uh, the plan didn't go as well. So I chose to go with wildlife photography instead. Okay, but did you like dive in head first into wildlife photography, or did you do something else first, like shooting cats and dogs? Did you choose uh, the wildlife genre, yeah, or you? Yeah, obviously. Yeah, I started with uh, whatever domestic animals or uh, birds. Uh, uh, basically, the urban wildlife, you can say. Basically, I started with those guys, uh, whatever nearby trees, the sparrows and miners that used to perch on them. I started with those. Which was the first photo that you clicked, and it was very risky to click. Uh, has to be my uh, snow leopard shot. Uh, the location was pretty tough anyway, and. It was like uh, I have acrophobia, so I I don't do pretty well with heights. And this I shot while sitting on top of a cliff, and it was uh, on the cliff up opposite of mine. So there was a huge valley in between me, and looking down, oh, that, that was like it was literally triggering my acrophobia very much. But somehow you managed to shoot it. Yeah, somehow I managed to shoot. I. That is the f- that is the first time we have heard something like that. Yeah, yeah. Not to mention the entire terrain. It was like full of snow. Uh, we were uh, uh, living in spit. Uh, we were actually staying at a homestay, a uh, red fox homestay uh, in Spiti Valley, Kibber Village. Thankfully, the snow wasn't that heavy, so we could go at least mm. to the foothills by car and then trek on the 
site uh, where uh, the guide had spotted signs of the leopard. Okay, uh, so Nihar, I have went down through your Instagram profile and I have seen uh, quite a few astrophotos and one of them has got featured in our edition 2, the Feb edition. So I would like to know a little about that photo. How did you shot that photo? What was the story behind it? I want to say I actually got into astro. It's nothing serious. It's like uh, when you're out there in forests or on top or in mountains, like it's usually clear skies with low light pollution. So my the people I travel with, they usually try. So I just experimented with it and tried to take a few shots. So... I wouldn't say I'm any expert or I have much knowledge on it. I have this one question. Have you captured the Milky Way? Yes, I have. Okay, at the same place, the Spiti Valley? Yeah, the one that got featured, that actually was the arm of the Milky Way. No, because I have been trying to do it since long and I love astrophotography. Uh, it, it, it actually depends on the locations. Like uh, near Mumbai, there are a few spots where you can get them, like Nane Ghat and stuff like that. Okay. Well, thank you for that so, information. I never knew that there are places in Mumbai too yeah. where I can shoot some astrophotos. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say exactly in Mumbai, but uh, yeah, in the outskirts there are. In the beginning, we were talking about cameras and how you, you know, eventually upgraded to a D850. So, uh, do you have a dream camera in your mind? Uh, I actually do not have that much of a dream camera. I I actually don't think much about my equipment. Like, I have to get this camera. I have to do that. Like, I don't have much uh, of a thought about equipment. Just whatever works the best for me at that moment, it, it's good. Maybe one day own the uh, flagship model of Nikon someday. Maybe. What you're saying is you are also brand agnostic. You don't care about what the brand is. Or do you only like want to shoot Nikon in the future as well? I'm agnostic. But you see what's the difference is like once you get used to one brand, like it's usually um, some differences like uh, the where the switches are located or how you uh, adjust the modes in uh, different brands. So those things get a bit of... Uh, need a bit of getting used to so usually when okay you what you're saying is company yeah so, so what you're saying is you have to get familiar with the setup of particular brands okay basically yeah. unka menu kaisa hai tum log hum log yeah. q menu ke andar kaise ja sakte hai what buttons you can use yeah, all yeah. of that you have to get familiar with or you have to be comfortable with rather than say that yeah yeah so that's one yeah. thing one thing people should look out for when they buy their camera because when you switch to brand that you usually have that period where you uh, have getting used to period and sometimes you are good enough, you miss an action shot and that might be a bit regrettable. So if you switch to your brand, yeah. uh, take a month or at least a couple of weeks to get used to your new equipment. Yeah. No, so what, what I'm saying is when you are making the decision to buy the camera, that time you have yeah. to know the difference between this brand and that brand. Which, which one I'm comfortable with. Yeah, yeah, Which one yeah. fits my hand better? Yeah. Yeah. So, how many years are you photography? Uh, if I have to say seriously, I would say five to six years. Hmm, okay, that's a good while. Five to six years, seriously, by that, uh, I presume professionally or semi professionally? Yeah, semi professionally, you can say. 
Okay. Mean, do you make money of photography yet? Sometimes, like uh, sometimes when people ask for prints of my shorts, that's about it. Hmm. Okay, so you do sell prints. Yeah, I do. Do you have a website or uh, where people can find your prints, or do you like uh, do it personally? No, I just, uh, currently I haven't set it up because uh, there isn't much demand. Like a few of my friends started asking for it, and if the demand keeps building up i might i will think about it in the near future okay so how did your friends react to you being featured in a magazine or your oh, photo being the a, cover photo uh, it was a really great response uh, they had seen few of the couple of the shot but some of them were uh, new to them and they were like there was a lot of questions like how i shot them and they were really curious it was really positive and nice to hear kind of response from my friends i am absolutely honored to get uh, featured by the way I uh, thank you enough uh, already, and uh, man, your shorts were so it. great, man. We couldn't have dressed. Would you be willing to submit again? Surely, I'm actually planning about it in the next edition itself. Okay, so I have a very very serious question. Sure, it's the most serious question for the photographers. Right. Do you love coffee? I absolutely love it. It's absolutely yes. necessary. I'm Any a head sort of now. caffeine is okay. <laughs> absolutely necessary when you are doing those night shoots. This, of field, course, of this field is over for me now. Okay, uh, if you are unaware, Nihar, Vinayak does not drink coffee or tea. Oh, 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 man! Sorry about that, dude. But I actually need a lot of caffeine, especially in the night shoots for Astro. Okay, so which is that one genre that you find very difficult? I have to actually say. street because i am actually not skittish around crowds and horns and stuff so i'm not okay i don't do well with uh, noise and stuff so it's actually it's rather than the subject it's rather than the surrounding that makes it difficult for me okay i also get why you say uh, street photography is hard for you it is hard for regular street photographers as well do you know how many people are there in the street this is india dude <laughs> I mean, street photography. Me, he. How big you will be? No, you will be surrounded by thousands of people, and you will be carrying a very big camera in your hand. Especially because you all all you have are yeah. big cameras. And and it also draws a lot of attention from people. Exactly. Everybody starts looking at your lens. Yeah. लोग क्या बोलेंगे मालूम है? फिल्म की शूटिंग हो रही है क्या? Or the biggest thing is like uh, some police will come knocking with this stick. क्या चल रहा है इधर? I did it. Yeah, actually, that that has happened with me. Yeah, this has happened to me during my college project. It's not just sure, but that this happened to me in the smack middle of Pune. I it was like a college project. I was shooting a peanut vendor. He was roasting it. The police just came in, okay. and uh, I look pretty suspicious to say the least. Even I'm mostly wearing cam, dress in camo cargo, black shirt, and a beanie. So. अकॉर्डिंग टू दॉनर दैट यूर गोइंग टू शूट वुड यूर थ्री Yeah, because some of the genres they require a specific kind of lens, like macro and stuff like macro and 
uh, what do you have to say landscape they need macro lenses for wide angle lenses for them otherwise it just won't work so moving on uh, do you have a favorite shot yes uh, i have a couple of them uh, uh mm-hmm. i don't know if you have seen that one or not uh, one of them is got to be the cheetah chasing the gazelle uh, in africa and the another one was that uh, reflection of a tiger while she was drinking the water i guess you have seen that one yes that we featured in our magazine yes it was very good yeah that and the third one i got to say the uh, it's uh, a hyena that was carrying a wildebeest leg in its mouth leg piece mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah leg piece i actually captioned it bangdi kebab <laughs> <laughs> okay so what are some unique aspects of your favorite shots like what what is what Uh, makes what it unique them apart uh, cheetah chase like got to say uh, got to say like it's a dream shot of every photographer like if you go to it africa is, yes. you want you want to nail down a shot of a cheetah chasing a gazelle like it's iconic so and you don't want to end up so, as the gazelle yep and you don't want to fuck it up either because it barely lasts like a few seconds and it's gone thankfully among uh, the series of shot that i took of few were usable so i come was fortunate for that and uh, the other one the tiger shot was kind of expected this was uh, in my early days i shot this in like 2016 uh, it was on my d5300 uh, and so that's a very old shot then yep it's pretty old shot and it was actually pretty unexpected like we were just waiting near a watering hole uh, our guide had mentioned there are a few tigers in the nearby bushes and one of them just came down from uh, like a crevice uh, and then she slowly uh, started entering the pool of water that was nearby so before entering she just looked down and drank it creating uh, a symmetrical uh, reflection of it and uh, that was pretty unexpected like back then uh, with whatever knowledge i had i didn't expect to get a shot that good so that's why it's pretty special to me so how many uh, like states you have traveled or countries you have traveled for clicking wildlife photographs countries it's just two uh, our own india and kenya that's just uh, so far i had a few plans here and then but you know covid happened and mm. stuff just went out of the window state i have been to quite a few uh, in the, around the north part south i still have to explore uh, quite a bit okay so as you said that because of covid you have to cancel your plans so how did you manage to cope up with this wildlife photography during covid <sighs> wildlife photography it's mostly just been uh, window photography uh, of the urban wildlife like so it's like back to my roots and mostly working mm-hmm. on old photographs like like the tour of africa it created a lot of data like i had to buy a new hard disk so i just uh, worked on shots which i hadn't been through or they were just la- uh, raw files lying in my pc you know what anirudh says uske paas 50 gb ka photos pad hai wait 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 he's an actual professional photographer uske paas 500 1000 rahenge i am i am a clown in front of him <laughs> okay aisa mat bola kar kitne paas kitne hain photos gb mein gb 
जीबी में रहेगा अभी कुछ तो अराउंड टीवी में जीबी में नहीं है इतना भी नहीं टीवी में कभी तक पहुंचा नहीं हो लाइक रहेंगे कुछ तो छह सौ सात सौ Are you guys done comparing about sizes now? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Should we move forward? Yeah. Yeah. yeah let's sure, go. Sure. Which was the shot that you planned a lot about it, but you ultimately kind of failed in it. But when you got back to home, and it was like this is far way more better than what you thought. Uh, I would say the entire genre of uh, wildlife photography is like Bob Ross would say, filled with happy accidents. so it's like uh, the subject is in constant motion and you are not in charge of it like uh, you would be in uh, fashion or uh, object photography like you ha- you yeah. can alter the subject so no so you can't say bakre khade rehna udhar yeah you can adjust the lighting and all that yeah it's not like that um, matlab abhi everything is natural ha so agar dimag mein shot hai agar वैसा एक्शन हुआ तो यू आर लकी वरना यू हैव टू मेक डू बट ऐसा वी एक प्लान था मेरा लाइक एक लायन वाज स्लीपिंग अंडर अ बुश आई वांटेड सेल्फी या यू कैन से दैट इट लुक्ड आई वांटेड पोर्ट्रेट ऑफ इट्स फेस सो बट इट नेवर क्वाइट लुक स्ट्रेट एट मी सो वी आर सिटिंग देर फॉर टू आवर्स लायन आर प्रिटी प्रिटी डैम लेजी फोटोग्राफ it had opened its mouth completely wide and i could see its uh, dentition completely and that looked pretty damn dope to me so i would say cavity secret hai kya ha pure daat peele par chuke the meat ka ke so that was pretty great the lion yawning it was like it uh, like people think like these stalls with lions open their mouth they are roaring but it's actually a lot of them they are they are actually yawning mm-hmm. so here's a pretty important question what is your end game in photography what would be your beyond pixels moment uh, i had a lot of interest in animals since i was a kid and thought uh, and i was seriously considering zoology uh, as a career path so there's uh, a lot of issues regarding uh, animals around the world like Uh, misinformation and uh, conservation is uh, yeah poaching conservation is not quite pretty well understood so with these shots uh, i try to put on their uh, some description about the animal visits so i hope like they can make a difference in people understanding those creatures so if you understand them better you can conserve them better okay and wild wildlife are supposed to be uncontrollable because they are by definition wild so we are, we are supposed wild. to understand them and adjust according to them yep and not alter uh, nature's path according to us have you ever been like discouraged while you were like in your photography journey uh photography like uh, all the other uh, forms of art like you know here in india how the questions are raised like it's a hobby kitna kamayega tu isme kuch scope hai kya and that sort of stuff and 
early uh, when i was uh, starting out i didn't have much knowledge so uh, even peers like uh, they weren't exactly like the most supportive thing here how did you find uh, support for your art support like uh, my thankfully my parents are pretty supportive and they blocked off what uh, the relatives used to say early on about this and uh, that was a pretty huge thing and afterwards like my mom encouraged me to do this course of photography through rachna sanskrit college in dadar you might have heard of it mm-hmm. after yeah, that yeah. after that uh, after, after i got a official diploma of photography and uh, people like started to recognize yeah like he actually done some formal education about it and he knows to think or to it started to change okay that is so nice so uh, were you studying something else before this i actually wasn't i actually was planning uh, like i said i was planning to do zoology but due to some issues i decided to change my career path so you bought a camera according to the genre that you want to shoot what about the lens what lenses do you own uh, the lenses do and the most that i use uh, it's got to be my nikon 200 500 uh, f 5.6 which is my go to okay. lens for uh, wildlife given uh, like you usually need around that range to shoot and wild animals and birds so that's my go to lens uh, followed by i have a 90 mm tamron macro lens which i use for macro shoots and a wide oh, angle macro yeah occasionally nothing serious nothing much serious about it but yeah uh, and for landscape uh, i have this uh, tamron 1735 f4 uh, lens which uh, you asked about that uh, milky way shot from spiti valley right that was shot by that wide angle yeah. lens okay so it's like every photographer like most of the photographers have a dream shot in their mind like ek din main yahan pe jaunga and main ye click karunga so which is that one bucket shot that you have in your mind like i have to ex- i want to explore a lot of uh, south america and uh, the polar regions you know but uh, one if i have to say i would love to get a shot where a jaguar is capturing a caiman uh, you know caiman like uh, those crocodiles that live in amazon yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so <laughs> i would uh, love to have a shot of a jaguar pouncing on an caiman uh, that would be really great sounds amazing dude sounds like that would be a whole different adventure for you and i would like to wish you all the best for that shot and i hope you get this opportunity very soon yeah thanks a lot dude and with that being said thanks a lot for joining us and giving us your time this has been an amazing episode thanks a lot for you guys for listening to us we are beyond pixels check out nehar we'll put all of his links alongside the episode uh, you can find him on instagram and uh, his photos were featured in the second edition of photo tales magazine he was the cover feature go check it out it is worth every penny and you can check it out at phototalesmag.com that's it for right now we'll see you very soon bye bye